0: Welcome to this week's episode of Seen It All, where we break down this week's biggest movie and TV news. And this week, I have a special friend joining us today. Welcome, Tyler. Hello. <laughs> she is so glad to be on the show today because we just got out of seeing John Wick chapter four. Yeah. Yeah. You got to come in close to the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to say a little background info. What are your thoughts, Tyler, on the past John Wick movies? I like them. Like 'em. like them? Yeah, you got to get it close to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like them. I like Which like one's your favorite? Uh, I really like one, and I really like two. You like two? I think two is my favorite. Two's yeah. my favorite, then three, then one. Yeah, two's good. Yeah. Two's good. Yeah. <laughs> but four. Going into it, I did not tell her the runtime. Did you know the runtime going into this movie? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> not it was two hours and forty minutes. It was a really long movie. <laughs> but she made it through. I didn't hit her <laughs> with my pop animal. <laughs> I honestly thought the runtime I don't think it dragged very much. I think they had a good pace between action scenes and then talking scenes that explain the plot. I felt like every scene was pretty necessary. There yeah. was a few things I could have done without like side quests that could have been cut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite action scene in the movie? Some of the action scenes could have been cut a little bit. Like the The Stairs oh god <laughs> um i really like the one when it, in the um that was it the japanese hotel the japan the osaka 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 Huts- continental, osaka continental. Yeah. that uh-huh. one was cool they that had a lot good. of i like the colors the color palette really helps yeah, yeah. differentiate and them the, when the army came in of, behind the bad guys you know mm-hmm. and they had all that armor on yeah and oh they had the god. they had the face masks on yeah. so well, you I- couldn't shoot them in the face uh-huh. yeah. i really liked the scene in Paris when they were at the uh, four the, the roundabout, room, the room, the room. and I, <laughs> yeah, whatever you call it. But everybody kept getting hit by cars as they were shooting at them. We were talking about the action scenes, and I think we learned the greatest enemy in all John Wick franchise is stairs. It's stairs. Uh, yeah. I feel so bad for those stuntmen. And and multiple story buildings. And Multiple story buildings. Yeah. 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 Who was your standout character in the film? Hmm. I like the blind guy. Mm-hmm. I thought the... Um, I like the manager of the Osaka Continental. Yes, he, I think he was my and favorite. His, yeah, and his daughter. Yeah. yeah. They were so cool. They had the best fight scenes with the swords. The yeah, swords yeah. were the best part. Yeah, that's what I liked, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, give your final thoughts on the film. How do you rate it compared to the past John Wick films? Um, I like it better than three. And one so probably two i think i kind four. of i think i agree with you yeah. i agree with you in that placement i love the cliffhanger ending ending of two it felt like it had consequences i mean this film does have consequences but uh, it still yeah. ends somewhat on the cliffhanger mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not gonna mention what it is <laughs> i know <laughs> but yeah i thought they made some pretty interesting choices in this film but they did yeah so we'll see if they make a fifth one we'll see we'll see (laughs) all right moving on to what other people thought of it it has a 90 I think 93 percent now on Rotten Tomatoes everybody's loving it and the tracking is coming at 70 million dollars for this domestic box office opening which is the first one opened with 14 second one opened with 30 and the third one opened with 56 so it's going up there Wow! it's definitely gonna it's funny to think have you did you see the gray man on Netflix with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. I don't think so, no. That movie cost $200 million to make. This will cost half of that. Wow. <laughs> it's like, people need to learn to budget their stuff better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like me. Like you. I oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's going to be great. But in other box office news, let's shift our focus to Shazam! Fear of Gods. Tyler, have you heard of this movie? No. <laughs> no. It completely <laughs> collapsed. The tracking came on a couple months ago. It was supposed to open at 40 to $45 million, And the first film opened with... 50 53. This film ended up opening with 30.1 million dollars. Yeah. Um the Rotten Tomato score plummeted to 50% range, which is like the same as Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. This movie was way better than Ant-Man 3. And then people are starting to attack the actors and actresses. Like mm-hmm. do you know do you know who Rachel Zegler is? No. No, but she's got attacked. <laughs> I think people are just getting bored with the whole DC thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why. The, this is the lowest opening for a DC film. Like ever, basically, since yeah. since a while ago. That doesn't count that stuff. That's like that was during COVID era, and it's just too much, too much, too much. Too much. Yeah. yeah, And people are tired of these characters. The this the first this first film received like an A on Cinema Score. This one was a B minus on Cinema Score. So audiences are just completely tired of it, and. I think the biggest reason honestly is the awful marketing in this film. The trailers were not good and they were appealing to people who loved the original which is not that many people. Nobody really saw the first one either. It still made money but and then Warner Brothers couldn't put out any advertising because they're so freaking broke. They're broke. They can't promote anything. Well, cuz they make too many DC movies. <laughs> <laughs> They're going all in on The Flash, though, which you saw the trailer for. Did you like the trailer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, I was shocked in that. Yeah, she had no idea it was Michael Keaton. No, i was so happy. I love him. He's my favorite Batman. <laughs> Maybe we'll get you to see The Flash. <laughs> I might see it. it's <laughs> yeah, not gonna... how long it is. <laughs> yeah, I'll make <be laughs> sure to tell you this time. I think it's around the two hour and 14 minute range. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, he's, he's the main character in the film, is what they said. Oh, good. Yeah. And then secondly, this film failed because there's just a whole stigma around the DC films. Everybody's tired of these characters. They need to reboot with all that drama. Did you know any of the Zack Snyder drama? Do you know any of that? No. No, really? People, there is so much harassment on Twitter. It's insane from <laughs> these people. It's not nice. No, it's awful. And they're basically trying to... they bullying they're bullying everyone to get to their point and then nobody's paying for the film so it's just it's just um, it's just awful and james gunn who's taking over dc universe he's not even rebooting everything he needs to stop hard and just just destroy everything and start over that's a good idea yeah (laughs) yeah and then dwayne johnson who's a producer on the first film he plays black adam yeah he he caught he wouldn't show up in this film he not Black Adam is a villain of Shazam, and, just, and Shazam made two movies without Black Adam being in either of them. Oh. So that didn't help either. But it's just awful all around the Shazam failure, and I feel bad for the for the cast members. And then Scream Six fell sixty one percent to 70, 17 point million dollars, which is it's pretty good for a horror. It's gonna yeah, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be the great, uh, biggest grossing Scream film out of all of them. Oh really? Yeah. I still need to see it. It's really good. I know. It's I really good. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know when it comes on streaming so you can catch it out. <laughs> I love the sh- Scream movies. Did you watch Scream Five? I don't know if I've seen that one. I've seen so many. <laughs> There's so many. I've only seen five and six. I haven't seen. Oh, no, for real? I haven't seen the first one. Like I know what happened. Oh, like I know who the villains. The villain, first so, three. The four. The first four. Oh my god! <laughs> when well, you I've seen the first, four, when you watch so the last, when you watch the last two, I'll watch the first four. Okay, fine. That's a bet. <laughs> and then shifting back to that Shazam stuff. Uh, The Rock now. The their Warner Brothers hired a hit piece on them they had a hit piece on him to blame him for the Shazam stuff. The rap came out with an article that is behind a paywall, by the way, so I couldn't read the whole thing. I was so upset. I was trying to use free trials on every computer device I could find. I was even trying to use the computer at work, and it would not let me oh. through the paywall. <laughs> I was like, I'm not putting my email, and I'm paying for this article. But now they're trying to blame this on Dwayne Johnson because he vetoed a cameo of characters from his film, The Justice Society, from showing up in a in credit scene in Shazam. This wouldn't have affected the movie. Nobody knew about an in credit scene in the first place. They're no, just no blame. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're then they're going back, and The Rock wanted to take control of the DC universe, and. Now they're blaming that on him. He brought back Henry Cavill, which totally crashed and burned. And this is just insane. He, He was just totally, I don't understand why they're going after him. And then Zachary Levi, who would play Shazam, basically went out and said, he was like, you're telling the truth, man, to the rap article. So he basically doesn't like Dwayne Johnson either. Ooh. So I think we're... This is more... We're actually seeing Shazam versus Black Adam, but we're not seeing the movie theater. We're seeing in real life. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just... I tell Dwayne Johnson, don't comment on this. Don't bring yourself down back to yeah. this. you moved on. He was humble about it, about the failure. Uh, he, yeah. m- he moved on. And yeah. now Warner Brothers trying to drag him back down to blame him. He knows how to make the money. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he has like seven projects in the work right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I... James Gunn, who took over DC, if his film flops there's gonna be so many hit pieces it's gonna be insane they're gonna put all the blame on him yeah that's not james gunn who w- worked with um um uh what was it called with heidi klum project runway i don't know <laughs> he's like a director he did gardens of the galaxy okay yeah i don't think that's no, I don't think so. <laughs> but it's time to move on from all this dc drama i'm kind of tired but it's also kind of really entertaining not gonna lie it's, it's kind of <laughs> not to you. <laughs> not to you. But if they make a good documentary about it, maybe I'll get her to watch. It. Maybe, maybe. If backstabbing, there's yeah. like suicides, and there's some crazy stuff. Yeah, there is there's death involved in this drama. Yeah. It has to be a good murder. <laughs> it has to be a good murder. <laughs> Who knows, the dc drama ain't over yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a few new scoops that came out from jeff snyder who runs his own podcast and some of these scoops i'm gonna have to get tyler's intel on because i have never seen some of these films even though i have seen it all but ah. that that counts as stuff after i was born But I'm <laughs> 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 and now it's come out that tyler's favorite movie of all time avatar the way of water <laughs> It's come out that James Cameron said before the film came out that Avatar 3 had a nine hour cut and he wanted all the VFX done for the entire nine hours. Oh, my And now it's come out that they're going to do all nine hours and put it out in Disney Plus after the third film comes out in theaters. That's ridiculous. Will you watch it, Tyler? Never. <laughs> and I I will be there day one. Has Tyler even seen Avatar The Way of Water? No. No. Maybe I can get her to watch three hours whenever it's at her house. No, <laughs> you can take potty breaks. Then. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally here for this miniseries. I will be there day one. I'll be there at two in the morning to watch this whole thing. Yeah, and, you will. Yeah, I will. I'm I'm in for two a.m. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I still don't know how feasible this is with all the VFX shots. So yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and then another rumor is we have another dinosaur movie coming. They had there was 65 with Adam Driver. He just did a dinosaur movie recently, which did okay. And now they're making a dinosaur movie that is set in the 1980s, starring Anne Hathaway. I am so excited. Huh. You got dinosaurs, Anne Hathaway, and 1980s. They yeah. better play some funky music while people get eaten by dinosaurs. Okay. We're in 80s clothes. <laughs> in 80s yeah, clothes. I might watch that. <laughs> and it's being made by David Robert Mitchell. So I don't, I don't really know what it is. <laughs> 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 it sounds pretty famous. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is something i can turn over tyler too. john Jean-Cla- john claude van damme did oh, i say his name right yeah. oh you don't like him no. oh. <laughs> well is now being eyed for a role in beetlejuice 2 as what? i don't know it just says, a creature <laughs> i don't know <laughs> have you seen the original beetlejuice uh yeah <laughs> i've seen bits and pieces oh my gosh that's ridiculous <laughs> renona rider and michael keaton are coming back for this film oh, i think wow. tim burton might direct it that'd be cool bro. and jenna ortega who played wednesday and Scream- she's going to be one- play renona Ryder's daughter what about Gina Davis and I, Alec Baldwin? I don't think Alec Baldwin's gonna be in any new movies anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just they're stacking this film with a huge cast. I wonder how much. What was the huge cast to begin with? Watch the first one. Oh, okay, okay. Well, they paid everybody to come back, so. Good. Okay. And then he talks about some Marvel mo- Marvel rumors. So we have two more Disney Plus special presentations coming after the success of Werewolf by Night and Gardens Galaxy Holiday Special, which is a great Christmas special, by the way. I think you would actually like it. It's so funny because I love Christmas. Yes, yes, it's on Disney Plus, and you love Christmas so much, <laughs> specifically Christmas Eve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now we have news that Mephisto special starring Sasha Baron Cohen. He plays um Borat. Borat. Yeah, he's gonna play like an evil demon guy. And now there there was rumors of him showing up in WandaVision. That was a whole thing. And now it seems like he's going to show up in an Ironheart series and he's going to do his own special. And then they also said they're going to do a Silver Surfer special, which is a villain of Fantastic Four that leads into that film beforehand. So, I don't know. We'll see how these go. It seems like a lot of money to spend for a Disney Plus special because these are both like very fantastical characters. And then we also have an animated series that's coming about Wakanda. It's titled The Golden City. Wakanda, Tyler's favorite movie is Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this doesn't excite me very much because they already had... Like an African tech future series planned, so I don't know if that's going to compete with that or what's going to happen there. And then I really don't like Star Wars: A Bad Batch, so Disney Plus animation ain't really doing it for me. But I know a lot of people love Bluey, that Australian show. I know a lot of people love that show, little kids. But I know a lot of people (laughs) love this show. And then we have drama on DC. Now we got drama in the Marvel corporate office. Now we saw a huge shift. In the direction of the company today. Victoria Alonzo, who is with this with the studio since 2006 in Iron Man. She just got fired. She got shafted on Friday. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige has come out that he couldn't stop it. Or he wouldn't stop it. She was... I thought she might have been his future successor. But she does so many things. She does she does a president of physical post-production vfx and animation at the studio and they put out 17 projects last year so that is just a ton of work and now people are coming out against her saying that she was the cause of all the vfx artists basically they said they were being screwed over and i don't want to use the correct term but they're being pixel effed is what they were saying that's the term (laughs) because they were weren't able they, they were being forced to do stuff and they got paid very little it's a systematic issue but they blamed her so maybe her going especially with how bad the mcu's vfx has been lately maybe it's a good thing and and like as i said it culprit of toxic work environment and they also push back all their projects to they push back like all the disney plus tv shows so hopefully it makes all their makes all their films le- better so and then in other corporate disney news we see that david Lindelof, he's quit the new stars film he was writing it and is anyone shocked by this? No. This just keeps showing that Kathleen Kennedy, who runs Lucasfilm, she's a horrible fit as the executive. She's a great producer. She produced Jurassic Park, E.T., all those classics. But this is like the 10th or 12th um, time some project has been cancelled over creative differences. <laughs> it's insane. And then every time a Star Wars project now gets announced, everybody knows it's gonna cancel. Nobody believes it's ever gonna see the light of day. And then we also heard that, that someone came in to replace him immediately. I don't think that's gonna last. But... Now it's come out that they're going to announce three Star Wars films at Star Wars Celebration. And I don't believe any of this. I don't believe any of those are ever going to be production. This is not happening. This is not happening after their track record. And so it seems like this is just gonna be another project to be canceled. And but hopefully if they're canceling all these projects, maybe it means that Kathleen Kennedy's finally finally done. Indiana Jones Dial Destiny's is coming out this summer. That might be her last film because she produced that. Might be her last RAW, and be like get a good win before she goes, gets out the door. So, I mean, who we know, Bob Iger is axing everybody right now. His his motto is is accountability at this point. So we'll see. And then the last topic I have today for us is my Mandalorian season three episode four review. Do you watch the show, Tyler? No, I don't. No, no, she doesn't. I've seen the first one. Yeah, first yeah. season. Yeah, watching it. You never Same. came back. No, not yet. Mm, not oh, yet. Well. She will one day. But I have mixed feelings about this episode. There was stuff that I absolutely loved and other things that were so freaking stupid. Excuse me. and it was- Like the show This Is Us. <laughs> Didn't the show end? No, The Last of Us. Oh, The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't This of Us a TV show? <laughs> Tyler didn't like Last of Us. No. <laughs> she didn't like The Mushroom Heads. <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> but let's start with the opening show where we see Grogu, who's Baby Yoda. That's his name, Grogu. And he gets to do some action facing off against this kid. This kid challenges him. He's like, tough man, you are, little baby. And then. Grogu kicks his ass, shoots some darts at him. <laughs> and he's just great every time I see him, he's so cute. And then we all that shifting from that, we see the person that Grogu fought against the little kid. He gets picked up by a giant monster creature and taken away. And this is where the stupidity comes in. And Paz Vizsla, who's one of the Mandalorians, who's the dad the, the dad of the kid got taken away. He's like, the monster always gets away. Their jetpacks run out of fuel. And if it always gets away, maybe have a better freaking game plan. <laughs> And he also said, "Don't shoot it down." Well, if it's gonna get away anyway, yeah. Why don't you just shoot it down and kill your son? <laughs> just like <laughs> if you know it's gonna get away, why just sacrifice one kid and save the rest of the people? Yeah. Like if they're already dead, why not they shoot him before he gets them? Yeah, shoot the kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need better outposts, and they all have ships. Why don't they like take their ships and just right? pew pew? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. And then so then then katan decides to lead a quest to save the child. And it's so stupid because they wait a full night to get to the nest. Because this is like a giant, like, basically bird creature. Ugh. They wait a whole night. They're like, oh, we're going to camp out here. The dad of the kid says that. We're going to camp out here. And then they get, finally get to the nest. They have to climb up the side of the rocks, which was pretty cool. They were all in, like, super heavy armor as they were climbing up the side. So, like, pretty unrealistic. But it's pretty, still pretty cool. And then past Vizla, he gets there, the dad of the kid. And... He's like, Bo-Katan says, oh, we need to wait to clear the nest. Because this is a giant nest to make sure there weren't any hazards. And he goes, no, I have to get to my son right now. And it's like, where were you for those 12 hours you spent waiting all night? (laughs) And he finally ends up getting to the, he bumps into the mama's babies. And the mom lands right as he does that and regurgitates the kid. The kid should be dead. If you're in that stomach acid, it should be dead well the birds that's how they feed their yeah but do you think they would wait a whole 12 hours to feed their young if they have the prey it. in their hands know. who knows how these star wars monsters I'm Not work? a bird. <laughs> 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 but besides those little gripes um i i did love the action this week they they take out the monster after that part they do some cool jetpack action we see a crocodile jump up and chew the crap out of it but that plant just seems awful to live on why would you ever pick there all these monsters attacking people <laughs> they had someone attack them in the first episode everybody keeps dying and everybody still keeps going back back out by the water that's where everything keeps happening they're so dumb <laughs> <laughs> but i think what warm the most about my the warm my heart the most about this episode was they did some flashbacks to grogu how he got rescued from the jedi temple order 66 is anything does this means anything to you no yeah, no no but have you seen the phantom menace star Wars: a phantom menace yeah but okay you know, do you know who jar jar binks is yeah misa misa, yeah. misa annie that's carson's favorite uh, character. <laughs> <laughs> she loves jar jar binks that's, well she would love this episode because you know after that came out he got like bullied into oblivion and he was like very cl- this close to killing himself like it was awful for the actor his name ahmed best he showed up as playing himself not as darger binks but he played himself oh, nice. as a jedi and that's who saved grogu and the thing and it was just like Aw. oh that's cool that's so nice for them to do that to yeah. this actor who it's had so much hardship in his life and it's yeah. like oh you've a lot given of people him... love charger
1: binks <laughs> your daughter <laughs> yeah i don't I like binks, too. he's funny he's funny he's <laughs> <Don't> funny my...
0: he's <laughs> funny <Misa. Yeah. laughs> But we do see that there's a Nabu ship, which is where Queen Amidala and Jar Jar Binks are from. And it would make sense, though, if they continue on this flashback, if he meets whoever sent that Nabu ship, there's a high chance it is Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah. See? I think that'd be so funny. <laughs> I would be all there for it if Jar Jar Binks shows up on Mandalorian. Maybe that's what will get you to watch it. That could be. That <laughs> might be. <laughs> I would die laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm ready for the next episode. Pick up. Oh. I'm ready for the next episode to pick back up some steam. I want some progress back on the fight for Mandalore, which is our home planet. And where's Moff getting at, the main villain? And I really want the relationship between Jinja and Bo-Katan. I want it to be like Daenerys and Jon Snow. That's how I see it in my brain. Them falling in love and then have to fight over control of the new planet. Oh, it'd be so cool. It'd be so cool. One of them has to take out each other again, and it's all saying, and I'm like crying and stuff. I'm, all, I'm, lo- I'm there for that stuff. I love the f- finale of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I'm ready for things to get feisty between the Mandalorians. Give it to me. I'm ready for some Civil War action. Uh, but we'll see we'll see just please no more monster episodes i'm tired of the monster episodes <laughs> i'm enough with the star wars monsters and then moving on to what we have next week next week's big movie is dungeons and dragons honor among thieves they played an interesting trailer for that at john yeah. wick 4 yeah. that's the first i've ever seen it where they put like critic reviews in the movie trailer they played at the movie theater because not many people are probably gonna see this movie which is sad but it looks really it looks good. good there's a lot of good people in it yeah too. chris pine michelle rodriguez um hugh grant every- everybody says this oh, the <laughs> other dude the other dude with chris pine from bridgerton yes <laughs> i love john Val or I whatever love him. I <laughs> um <laughs> he was so bad in gray man he was so bad uh, i have never seen bridgerton though so oh yeah wasn't he bridgerton little... <laughs> was amazing. do you like him just because he's hot or because he's a good actor oh no he's a good actor oh bridgerton. yeah the first season Ooh. <laughs> um anyway but and also that uh the um preview for sizu sisu oh what's that one, one where the guy found gold oh see i missed like half of that yeah, trailer you did. it was really good <laughs> and they also have one called the blackening which i had never heard of yeah that was pretty fun oh yeah that <laughs> that was, was, that i was, would see that <laughs> but i want to see sisu That's sisu a, yeah, oh okay really maybe i'll really actually finish the trailer <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i'm i'm mostly excited i've been for this dungeons and dragons movie since i've been for Ant man 3 that really let me down but i'm excited for this one and there was like early screenings of it two times but it was like an hour from my house and i wish they would just do the early screenings at my local theater it can't be that hard i would be there you would get my money okay <laughs> and shannon our coworker, is gonna make me buy them dragon dungeons and dragons popcorn bucket for them because <laughs> her kids are all into that but i'm i'm here i'm there i'm excited for that movie and then we also see sunday the return of the last season of succession i just started watching that show and it's my new favorite show <laughs> i just finished season one it's amazing i want roman to die so bad though <laughs> he's so annoying he's so annoying <laughs> I and mean, this one's coming to calm out on this crap but it's just amazing i can't wait i'm, I'm trying to get it finished bef- over spring break to be able to start watching the show weekly and i wonder i wonder who's gonna get the company 'Cause everybody's such an awful person on that yeah. show, but it's so good. We yeah, only saw the first show. Yeah. But I love the HBO's giving us like I love that we have appointment television every Sunday night. We had House of the Dragon, we had the White Lotus, Tyler's favorite show. I like the White Lotus. She liked season one so much. Except for the ending. Except for the ending. Yeah. Of season two. Of season two. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, maybe so mad <laughs> She gets mad at stupid character decisions. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had Last of Us, another one of Tyler's favorites. Uh, <laughs> and now we have Succession. So they're just like keeping it going. I hope we just have more and more of these great shows. Yeah, they will. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for House of Dragon Return. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Ready for that. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I'm ready for all out Civil War. I love the Civil Wars. It's so interesting. <laughs> Seeing characters we love fight for each other. Yeah. Fight at each other. That's just so great. That's just so great. <laughs> but that'll do it for this week's episode of Scene and All. Thank you so much for joining us, Tyler. You're Did welcome. You- I didn't even say poop. Well there he is. There you <laughs> go. I was wondering I was wondering what she was gonna say it. It took a minute. It took a minute. But what did you guys think of John Wick chapter four? Let me know your thoughts and make sure to join us back here next week for my review of Dungeons and Dragons. Also check out our accounts on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're at Seen It All Podcasts, you can follow us there. And I hope to see you all next week. Thank you all so much. Bye bye.